Welcome to Weebkin Warriors. My name is Raven. My pronouns are they and them. And I'm Fantast, and I use Faith, Fair, and they, them. Hell yeah. Uh, this episode, we are covering episodes seven and eight of Decadence, dry, uh, titled Driveshaft and Turbine, respectively. And we should just hop right into it. So yeah, we pick up right where the last episode ended with that yep. big title screen. Yeah, and so we see them click into the the title screen, and it starts loading up this like whole monologue about how you have to play as a gear and protect decadence from these monsters called the Gadol. Yeah, um, that whole little trailer that plays big in some games. Yeah, this is. I'm trying to think of what quality this trailer would be. It's not like mobile game Tumblr ad quality because those things are monstrosities they're horrid uh this is like nintendo direct indie showcase trailer that's the level i'd put this at yeah this is this is no e3 trailer but uh oh yeah there's also before i continue with the story there is a funny bit where oh that's interesting uh there's a funny bit in the beginning where Kaburagi just scrolls through all of the terms of service. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> scrolled through holding it agree. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it does have binary gender, which is not uh, cringe. real. Well, yeah. One, it's cringe. Two, it's not real. Three, are you fucking kidding me? Your cyborg society has two genders. Bro, you only have two genders? That's kind of cringe. <laughs> but they do have weight options, which more games is... need. Yeah, absolutely. I thought I always thought it was cool and good and neat that like the me makers on the Wii of all things had weight options. Yeah. And so few things like utilize that in my opinion. Yeah, it's... Uh, it also has like an age selection thing, which is odd. Yeah, it's like I want to. I want to know more about how these cyborgs, like, what their like internal self images are. I yeah. I also want to really know how gear bodies are made. Because they, I don't think they ever get into it in the show. It's they probably like a show. lot how they make the gadol, which is just they take some cells and grow it. Probably, but we've seen the good. We've seen the gears bleed red blood. So are they I like? Mean, it wouldn't it's, have to be like the um same exact process, but it's it's probably similar, I think, since they're all game constructs. Maybe. I know we discussed that they were talking about uh maybe doing a season two of this show. And if they do make one, I'd want them to go more into like the history of Decadence and uh Solid Quake Corp as a whole. Yeah. Because they like, don't really explain a whole lot of that. Yeah, I, on some hands, like, on, on one hand, like, I'm kind of fine with that. On the other hand, I kind of want, like, the little world-building Bible. And on the other hand, other hand, because I have apparently, like, three or four hands. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I, if that second season is a thing, I don't want it to be a prequel or something, because I, I don't like prequels. I don't like them, like, as a general rule. I, I like to go forward. I don't think it would be a prequel, but I also think that they would be able to do a sequel and explore a lot of the past. And that's yeah. like the most I can say without spoiling anything about the ending of the show. Yeah, like I like going forward and like exploring the past, that's fine. It's just mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because that was Natsume's whole deal, right? Is like she wanted to explore the past of humanity, and if they if they did that, it would be fitting. Yeah. Um, but God, but no, going... I, I just don't want it to be Star Trek that has what was it? It's they have like two prequel like series enterprise and um discovery it's like i've heard a lot of cool things about discovery but it's also like why yeah did it need that sort of deal i don't think it needed that yeah that's i don't think this needs a prequel i do think a sequel exploring the past and maybe building more upon the world in the future is a better idea but we'll see It might not even be an actual thing that's happened. As of the recording of this episode, it's not a thing that's been officially announced, just rumored. So, yeah, who knows? The, that God, that would be like an interesting like pivot into like an archaeological action show. Yeah, and I mean, well, I'll save that conversation for the end of the show mm-hmm. because I have lots of thoughts about the ending of it because it's neat. Mm-hmm. But continuing on, uh, oh, another quick thing about, like, the Avatar Maker. Kaburagi does intentionally pick the age of 40 to 49, which is so, it's super funny to me. (laughs) He could have picked any age and he's like, yeah, no, I want to be approaching old man status. Dad age. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he is a dad, so I guess it makes sense. But, uh... His settings are applied, and then we get to see, uh, as I have referred to in my notes, not Buragi. Because it is not Kaburagi, but it sure is. And he's like this dude with a kind of a tan-ish, but like also, yeah, tannish orange skin, like red-ish hair. Uh, it looks greasy. I'm just gonna say it. His hair looks like it's greasy. I thought it was more like streaks of gray or something. Oh, probably. Yeah, but uh, do you uh, think he chose that color because of Natsume? Because mm. she has orange hair. Yeah. Much to think about. Much to think about. <laughs> uh, but he immediately after logs in, after he logs in, gets to see that there are Gadol breaking through the wall of decadence, which. They planned so that they had something for the Gadal to do because they're just, they're like, we gotta do something with these Gadal, man. So we get that, and then we get the uh, intro to the show, which I think I've mentioned before, but the intro for the show's super cool. And uh, there's there's a screenshot, I'll probably uh, post it somewhere, when this episode goes up, but there's a really cool shot of Natsume standing and like silhouetted behind a wall of just dead with the X marker behind her. And it's super cool. It is very good. It's a very good intro. The intro has a lot of really cool shots in it. Yeah. Um, but then we get a bunch of Gadal uh Beyblading into the deck into decadence and all of our power friends are out there the tankers the gears they're all fighting them off it's 
funny because Kaburagi starts getting out there and fighting and he's like, shit, God, fuck, because he's using like a new body. Yeah. Uh, new avatar or whatnot. So he's just like, I hate this shit. He's, I think he says, damn, this new body is what he says, which is a <laughs> line. Um, And then we see, oh, we see actually. He, he hasn't uh, changed the default settings yet. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he still, still has the inverted X axis on his camera. Yeah. Or Y axis. It doesn't matter. You can invert both. Yeah. yeah. Damn garbage new body is what he says. <laughs> it's interesting because like the origin of like noob was n-e-w-b for like newbie but then it kind of morphed over the years into like noob as like two o's or an o and a zero or two zeros and it it writes it out as n-e-w-b and i'm just like he could have gone all the way with that but uh <laughs> As Kaburagi's struggling with one Gadal, we see another one, like, start charging at the, uh, at a, cr like, crowd of, uh, tankers. And Natsume just zips in and just fucking punches it in the head with a needle locked into her arm. God, yeah, and she, like, which, it's like a, like a superhero movie scene, like, she just, like, stops it, like, barely in mm -hmm. front of these people. And then she just turns around and asks this little girl. She's like, "You okay?" Yeah, because and then God, it's so I love her so much. Like she's... I do too. Natsume is a super good character. I also I don't talk about it a lot, but uh, her voice, like her voice actor, absolutely killed it in this show. Like Natsume's voice acting, everyone's voice acting, but specifically Natsume's voice acting just shreds. It's so good. Um, and then the Mindy, uh, I always forget it. Mindy, 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 Mundy trio rolls up and they're like, Hey, we're needed elsewhere. So they all bolt off. Uh, Kabaragi starts to say something, but then they leave. Because, and then, <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, Natsume's just looking at him confused from a distance. And so he's like, whatever. And then he starts walking through the uh, like tanker housing and he tries to call Monado. And because, I mean, he's using a new avatar, he can't. Mm -hmm. So he's like, fucking. Like, <laughs> new number. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Monado like, just gets like a random call from a new number. He's like, yeah. I wish we could have seen his face, kind of, because it's just like, who the fuck has his number? Yeah, exactly. Um, it just says, like, call denied or something on the screen, which is, again, really funny. So he just is like, fine, I'll just go head up there. And then uh, they're talking in the, like, control center. One of the gears is like, tank and breach clear. Tanker casualties still to be determined. Uh, and then Minato's just like, if you could spare a couple of minutes, I could use a smoke. 
This is when we learn that Minato vapes. <laughs> Very important info for us to get. Yeah. Minato absolutely. vapes. And the first time I watched this, I actually missed this scene, but they show him vaping again towards the end of the series. And I was like popping the fuck off. I was like, Minato vapes. Oh my God. I, I like... I like shrieked when I first saw that. I was like, there's no fucking way. He babes? He fucking babes? Are you kidding me? Um, Because it was just so funny to me. Like, uh, Minato's blowing fat clouds of vape and he works on a video game. Minato is 110% a gamer. I bet you Minato is a, is a frequent Reddit user as well. God. Vapes, <laughs> plays, runs an MMO. Kaburagi walks up and says, I see your favorite vape spot hasn't changed. God. Yeah, oh, but can, if we can, like, re-roll, to, like, a little bit before this, though. Oh, yeah. So, like, with this whole incursion thing, mm-hmm. like, I, we have, like, a, a very small scene with, like, some uh, gears talking. Uh-huh. Like, you would say, like, here I'm sending, like, oh, that was, like, so close. And everyone's like, yeah, but that's why it's fun, haha. And it's like, uh-huh. fucked up, man. Like, these are real people, but also technically an endangered species. Yeah. So, like, I... we, like, actually like, get, like, a little bit of background scene, like, where, like, you hear, so, like, the aftermath and, like, people, you know, obviously, like, injured. Someone's definitely died in this. Yeah, and they just don't seem to fucking care, because it's yeah. like, oh, well, they're just it's just a game and it's like no this is you're killing actual people yeah (laughs) that is a human person but yeah kaburagi says i see your favorite vape spot hasn't changed and minato's like who the fuck are you and how'd you get up here and kaburagi's just like yeah i didn't get scrapped i guess i gotta thank you for that one and minato's like wait what the fuck are you doing here and how did you get an account Oh, oh yeah. And so this part's extremely fucked up because Misato basically confirms what at least I was thinking during this point is like, are they actually just doing this to cull the human population? And yeah, Mm -hmm. they had everything bust through the wall to kill a bunch of humans or tankers. And it's just like, are you kidding me? Yep. And, and like it's, it's <clears throat> yeah, it's like that. God, um, yeah, it's like this whole um. In this case, like completely artificial. In real life, also artificial. Uh, mm-hmm. overpopulation shit. Yeah, because it's like no, no, no. There's enough resources. Like there's enough land around there that all these people can be living out there. Mm-hmm. But because you want to keep your game running, you have to keep them all contained. Yeah. Uh. It's a yeah, there's a line here from Minato that says introducing them to the Gadal is the easiest way to keep their numbers under control, which is horrifying. Yeah. What if a fucked up little robot man was trying to kill your entire species? What if a bunch of fucked up little robots were keeping you like cattle? What if a fucked up little robot looked at you weird? <laughs> If there are two fucked up little robots on the moon and one hit the other with a big rock, would that be fucked up or what? <laughs> oh, I love that copy pasta so much. <laughs> it used to be my Discord uh, status for a while. 
But yeah, Minato continues on and is like, if you don't back out now, you're gonna fucking die. And then Kaburagi, in his weird way that he can, is like, he just, he just vanishes after he says that. Or he's... He just vanishes into the vape smoke. Yeah, he does. He just vanishes into the vape smoke, and he's like, I'll try not to make your life any harder for you. Uh, and, and Minato... What does Minato say here? Yeah, Mo- Minato's like, only promise I can make is I'll do what I can. Then he goes over to the old, like, apartment storage container thing that he was in, and Jill calls him up and is like, hey, you need to not go into restricted areas because if the game police find you, uh, we're all fucked. Uh, she does say, if you could not get this transferred back, that'd be great, thanks. And it <laughs> it's very reminiscent of, uh, I think, I don't remember the movie. I'm not going to make a fool of myself. But yeah, Jill is very begrudged, like, uh, frustrated IT tech. She is, and I love that for her. Yeah. But uh, Kaburagi starts, like, kicking shit around his apartment, and he notices that Natsume left him a note. Uh, you just got a letter. You just got, got a letter. letter. You just, just got, got a letter. letter. I wonder who it's from. Uh, I'm gonna try and sync that up, but I don't think I'll be able to. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, I'll just cut myself out of that. So, uh, but yeah, Natsumi's letter basically just says, "Don't worry about Pipe. I'm taking good care of him. Also, let me know as soon as you get back." And he crosses out the last bit that says, "Uh." So let me know as soon as you get back. And then he just storms off. We're about to get into the next good part here with the tankers. Uh, There's a huge fucking hole in the wall. And they're like, well, we need to fill that. And they're like, well, we don't have enough outer repair kits to do that. Uh, Also, we don't have enough outer plating to do that. And they're like, well, we don't know how we're going to fix this. Like, there's just no way. And... Uh, oh, we see Fennel again, and I think this is, like, one of the last times he shows up in the show. Yeah. Uh, but. God, I, looking through my notes here. <laughs> Honestly, like, these last, like, several episodes, it's just, I look through it, and it's like, oh, I'm. it's just me calling someone a bitch, like, every page or so. Oh, yeah, um, we're gonna get to people being a bitch in this episode. But, Fucking... no, in, like, the, um... <clears throat> Japanese version, I call, I noticed Fennel was, like, calling Natsume Nachan, I was just like, bitch, I'll kill you. <laughs> he's not even that. He's he's very much not like that in the dub, at least right here. Um, so that's interesting. I guess there isn't a good way to make it come up in that conversation in English, so. Yeah, no, it's just, like, a nickname, and it's just, like. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's very straight, and I'm and I'm aggressive. <laughs> you just start growling at the straight man. Yeah. Gur gur bark bark. Gur bark 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 gur. <laughs> oh, we have fun here. We um, have fun. 
But yeah, Natsume is like, oh, uh, don't the tanker house repair kits have all the materials we need, but in like smaller amounts? If we were to gather like all of them, couldn't we fix this? And everyone's like, yeah, but how the fuck do you think you're going to do that? What if we tried collective action? Yeah, what if we organized? uh, And everyone's like, she's not wrong, but how the fuck are we going to do that? So all the members of the power just... Oh, no, you know what? I take it back. Going back to Fennel, he does call her... He does have a nickname for her. He calls her Knots, and it's... (laughs) It doesn't work as well as... uh, what did you say, Nachan? Mm-hmm. That obviously works better, but it's still funny. Uh, so everyone just is like, I'm not sure this is gonna work, and they're like, well, we'll give it a try. Um, also, shout-outs to the, the guy wearing the, like, sleeveless turtleneck with the dreads. I love him, and yeah. I don't think he gets a name. He does have a name. He does? Yes, I just don't remember off the top of my head. He's handsome. Kurunai asks if anyone has more alcohol for this job. (laughs) Uh, Natsume is just like, you know what, fuck this, and then runs off to go do it. And everyone just kind of stands there. Uh, Or so it seems. So she runs up to the butcher's shop and is like trying to get Mr. Clean's attention. And... She finally Mr. gets his. Clean. Yeah, he looks like Mr. Clean till he, he takes does. off his bandana and reveals like this huge handlebar mustache. And she's like, "We need your repair kits, please." And he's like, "Nah, we got our own things to fix. Go away." And then he just like slams the door in her face. And then Natsume is like, "You know what? I'll go to Faye." And I don't know why, because it's not like Faye has ever supported her in any decision she's made in this entire series. Yeah, God, I, they, this conversation is like, it's just like, uh, it's just painful, because, like, Natsume, like, kind of pours her heart out and is like, we can't lose more people, we have to do this, like, this is the only way we can save more people, she's like, it could be me, it could be my squad mates, it could be someone I grew up with. I want to protect all these people, but I can't do it alone. And then it gives us like a montage of the first battle where she saw people die. And then she just like, Natsume grabs both of Faye's hands and is like, please help me. And Faye's like, yeah, Faye just says, please just stop. You're always like this. And I got so fucking mad originally. And I still am. And she's like, I'm not like you. And it's like, I understand that Faye is also scared and stuff, but it's like, she's your best friend. You should try and be a little bit more supportive of her. Yeah, it's just like, in here, I... <laughs> it's like the only way I, I, I could, like, write it down. I was like, yeah, she has, like, really unsupportive wife vibes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Uh, she She's just so mean yeah it's god it's like um it's like i want them to like have like a good and healthy relationship like i really like her but Mm -hmm. it's like she she's not being a good friend no i've known a couple of phase and it's just like (sighs) yeah phase just like guilt tripping 
uh, and like gaslighting Natsume for a solid like three minutes. It's just fake gaslighting Natsume, and Natsume is like, "If you can spare a repair kit, then please bring it to the cafeteria. Goodbye," and just walks away. And then the purple-haired girl on the roof like overheard all this and is like, "Ugh!" And so I it, it pans back over. Natsume shows up like en- empty-handed. And everyone else shows up with all the stuff. And then the butcher finally comes over. I can only assume that the purple-haired girl is the one that asked the butcher and not Faye. Otherwise, why would they show her in that scene, you know? Yeah, like, I yeah, I think Lean May, uh, her name, purple-haired girl is Lean May. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, I feel like, yeah, she probably has something to do with it, but Faye does come down, too. And it's... But she still is like, yeah. I don't want to be here. Like she just has that energy of like, I don't want to be here. And Faye, I, I should go back to it. Faye does make a good point. She's like, I'm terrified to be out here after everything I saw. And like Faye's only a butcher. She's not supposed to be on the front lines of battle or anything. So I get it. But also, it's like, yeah. <sighs> things will be Natsume makes a good point she's like things will be worse if you don't just lend us a hand like we're just asking you to bring your kits down we everyone else is gonna handle the repairs then everyone comes together and brings him to her the guy is like all huffy and he's like well we got choices to make too but here you go so Faye comes down like apologizes sort of but also not really and then they hug yeah and it's with Faye like I I at least like get like the hope that she'd like eventually could come around like she she's capable of being better yeah but okay but like I'm also just really overly optimistic with her I yeah mm, well so I like her I guess this this is like spoilers for the end of the show technically. She doesn't and we can cut that out, but like she doesn't really get better. Like I don't think we even see her again. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't really she doesn't really come up a lot after this. Yeah, like I don't I think we see like a couple of just shots of her, but mm-hmm. she never really apologizes for being an asshole. And that really rubs me the wrong way because she was yeah. really bad to her friend. Um, if they did, if they do go for like another season, I, I'd, I'd like to see like more development from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it cuts over to the command center, and Minato's like, uh, one of the workers contacts Minato and is like, "Hey, they're." repairing the walls of Gadal. And Minato's like, oh, did it get pushed up on the schedule? And they're like, no, the tankers started doing it. And he's like, hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> we get to one of the funniest parts of this episode. Uh, Natsume's like sitting on a bench with Pipe and she's like, God, I'm so tired. And Pipe's eating like a corn dog. And Kaburagi, uh, not Baragi, uh, walks up and is like, excuse me. And he has like a, 
a thing of milk in his hand, and Natsumi immediately is just like, I can scream real loud. <laughs> God, yeah, I... Honestly, with the cyborg seeing them as, like, basically NPCs, you know a lot of fucked up shit happens when they go down there, usually. Mm-hmm. Um? Yeah. And yeah. It's funny, because she's like, like, oh, like he's, he's being, he just really wants to connect her. her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so she's, he's like, oh, sh- sorry, I was just, hold on. And... He's like, here, have some milk. I know you really like milk. Uh, and she, Natsume just gets, like, more distressed. <laughs> you know, she's just like, and, who the fuck are you? Yeah, and then he's like, uh, no, I, I heard you love milk from Kaburagi. And Natsume immediately is like, oh shit, you talked to him? Is he okay? Uh, can you tell me how to talk to him? And... He's like, oh, things are kind of complicated for him. And she's like, please, I gotta know. Is he okay? And he's like, well, he's not hurt. And then uh, Pipe leaps out of the bag and, like, jumps onto Natsume's head and then jumps into uh, jumps into Kaburagi's arms. Yeah, because I, I like to think that, like, um, since, like, Pipe and... Pipe and that avatar are both part of the system. I like to think that Pipe could, like, tell that's Kaburagi. Yeah! Absolutely! Pipe is so adorable. I wonder... There's probably not, but if there's, like, an STL of Pipe out there, I would 3D print Pipe. God, I'd I... make a little Pipe to sit on my desk. What I wouldn't do for a little Pipe plushie. I need one! So I... badly. I would never pattern and learn how to make a plush because it's... I would absolute hell if you do uh but then natsume like briefly just sees like actual kaburagi not because of anything changing in the physical world she just is like oh shit this reminds me of him um i wonder why that could be and so uh kaburagi just like hands over pipe and she's like listen i his name is pipe and Kaburagi's like, I'm not going to tell anyone you have him. Don't worry. So she's just like in awe. And then it cuts over to them sitting outside and she's drinking the milk. And she's like, here, you take some. And Naparagi actually drinks milk. His first, <laughs> first time Kaburagi's ever had milk. Yeah. And he's like, that's nice. And Natsume's like, oh, have you never had any? And Kaburagi's like, no. Or Naparagi's like, nope. Pipe gets to drink some milk too. And Natsume just starts reminiscing about Kaburagi. And she's like, he wouldn't drink milk. He didn't. He wouldn't drink alcohol. He wouldn't smoke cigarettes. And he never cracked a smile because he's allergic to fun or something. So, and then Naparagi responds with, so what, does fun really matter? And Natsume is like, yeah, it matters a ton. Everybody needs to be happy. Uh, Everybody needs stuff that makes them happy, like having a drink with a friend every once in a while. If you don't have any fun in your life, it, I mean, you'd just be circulating air. Which is a really good point. Like, Yeah. yeah, you gotta be able to enjoy doing things as well. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's just, man, she really miss him. 
Mm-hmm. And she's she even says, like, I don't know how, but meeting you is somehow nostalgic. And uh, Naparagi's like, listen, about Kaburagi. And she's like, I understand. Uh, for him, it must be worse. There are a lot of people who could use someone like him right now. I think most of us could. So Naparagi is just... <laughs> Naparagi just says... Are you just, let me ask you, are you just like that? And it's so funny. Like, <laughs> hey, what the fuck? And so he's like, you're hellbent on sealing up that hole. I mean, if it'd be me dealing with it, you'd be screwed. I would have given up just like everyone else did. You're the only one who kept up the fight. And she's like, come on, they all came around. And he's like, because of you. Uh, and he says the same way Kaburagi came around and then she just like freezes. Uh, Naparagi continues, things aren't going to be easy for you, but I think you can tough it out. What I came to say is that and then he like stops. And so. Natsume basically runs down how she's trying to be as strong as Kaburagi is and how she is like kind of putting on a face to. Yeah, and she just. She just gets real. Yeah, and she's like, he even told me that this fight would never end, but I have to keep on pushing. I have to be strong. And it's and, just like the whole... It's like just the stress mm-hmm. of like... <sighs> having to be strong and like everyone yeah. calling you strong, even though you really don't feel that way. You like feel really fragile and powerless. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, and she says, I can't just give up because everyone will die. And she's sobbing and looks over at Naparagi, and then he stands up, his hair flows in the wind, and he clenches his fist, and uh, all of this will, and then he says, all of this will fall before I'm through. And there's just a close-up of his face, and that wraps up that episode, I think. Oh, no, he gets out of the game first. Uh, And then he... uh, We get, actually, we get the credits music over him going and talking to... Uh, Donatello and he's like I want to throw a real party I want to throw a party a real rager and Donatello's like alright what do you want to do and then he's just like I want to tear down all of fucking society I want to I want to do yeah I want to destroy every last Gadol and finish the game and Donatello's like what and then uh I almost called him Randall. Turkey just like... <laughs> Turkey's just like, haha, wow, you're fucking dumbass. And then all of them start laughing at him. And then Donatello just like stops all of them. And he's like, how do we do it? And then the episode ends. Yeah. And it's just... I mean, mood. Yeah. Like, like how do we stop capitalism? And then he's just like, we take out the, the Gadol factory. It's very simple. We kill a man dressed like a bat. <laughs> How many times can we reference Batman in the course of watching fucking Decadence? <laughs> it's simple. We kill the Batman. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, that wraps up that episode. Alrighty. And then we get into episode... Eight. Uh, Turbine. Turbine. Yep. And it 
picks up right actually it picks up a little bit before with natsume crying and not getting like all emotional and then yeah we tear it all down and then they run through the plan and jill's like well we can't do this and kaburagi's like okay so what can we do and then Donatella just starts going off about how it sounds like it's so much fun and Turkey's being a fucking coward as usual. So Donatello just fucking decks him. <laughs> and uh we haven't really talked about it, but Donatello's really big and Yeah. Uh, uh I almost called him Randall again. Uh <laughs> uh Turkey is just like a little insect, so he just goes flying. Jill, so yeah, Jill just runs through everything. She's like, you can't climb up the pipes. You can't make it out through, like, digging. And you can't make it out through the personnel tunnel because the game cops will get you. And she's like, so how did how the fuck do you plan to do this? And he's like, well, we log in through the game. She's like, that's not going to work. There's an invisible barrier around the uh, factory. Tankers get sh- their tankers die. Gears get their uh, avatars killed instantly. And Kabaragi's like, well, and then he just like pops his collar and he's like, you know, I got one tanker and uh, one avatar that don't have chips. They won't die. She's like, well, shit, let's do it. Heist, heist, heist. Yeah. So then we get into. uh, I love a heist. I love heist scenes so much. Heists are good. Heist movies, heist scenes. Good. 10 out of 10. Uh, Extremely good. Oh, yeah, there is a funny part here where uh, Kaburagi's like, oh, yeah, they never found my avatar, and Minato would have kept it around, and then Jill's like, are you fucking sure about that? And then everyone's just like, yeah, no, Minato would fucking do that, wouldn't he? (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, yeah, he's like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... (laughs) Uh, I have in my notes here that Donatello is just a Chad, and he is the Chad Donatello, the virgin turkey. God. <laughs> uh, but Jill's like, yeah, all right, fine. And Sark's like, well, you don't want to bring me along. I'm just a liability. And then Donatello just like picks him up by his noodle neck and is like, no, you're fucking coming with us. <laughs> Kaburagi's like, all right, let's get my avatar back. And then credits roll. Then <laughs> Minato's chilling in his like room and Jill calls him up with like uh, an anonymous call. And she's like, so what's all this I hear about you having uh, some decommissioned avatars stashed somewhere? And Minato's like, oh, fuck. How do you know about that? Uh, <laughs> if you want to gossip, you called the wrong guy, which is funny. Uh, she's like, "All right, fine, fuck you," and then just like dips. She she leaves the Discord call. And Minato runs over to his like huge fucked up computer and is like, "All right, time to move this bitch out of there so they don't steal it." And then immediately Hugin like uh calls him up and is like, or walks into the room and is like, "Hey, I hear you have some uh contraband that you shouldn't in." The Avatar storage area. You're coming with me and we're going to go check it out. Jill gets everyone in uh, in the game and all of the avatars look very cool. Uh, I have in my notes that Donatello's avatar looks like the Vision and Thanos if they were one character. 
God. Which is a horrible discovery I wish I hadn't made. But they really <laughs> do honestly, look like that. Yeah. But honestly, I, I don't like Turkey's avatar. It's the nose that gets me, considering the role that Turkey ends up playing it. Yeah. I don't like it. No, like it, it is bad. Bad. That's bad character design. Yeah, don't. The one bad character design. Don't like that. Don't make racist uh, caricatures, please. Please. It's not a lot to ask. Yeah. I hope you liked me talking <laughs> about Monsters, Inc. in relation to this show, because, uh, <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Remember when they start running around on doors? Because what happens here is they sneak into the storage facility for all the avatars, and they're kept in these, like, thin pods. And, uh, <laughs> they are it's swung just, all it's, over the place on tracks, just like the doors in Monsters, Inc. Just, just like Monsters, Inc. Yeah, and so, uh, they're, they're on their way down there to the Monster, Inc. door factory. Uh, as is Hugin, Munin, and Minato. And so, they're all in an elevator. Hugin is like... Listen, I know something's going on, so just comply. So they all start hopping out and running all over the place looking for this. Uh, and they have to hitch a ride on one of the Avatar things. Yeah, and the little Barbie boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Sark and Turkey team up. And then I just Don forgot his Ka name. Donatello and uh, Kaburagi also team up and hop on a different one. Uh, Sark and what's his fucking name? Uh, Turkey. Turkey. I almost called him Randall again. Uh, <laughs> Sark and Turkey are both playing lookout while Kaburagi and Donatello are uh, going after the Avatar. Yeah, and Sark, I you don't get the feeling that they can manifest items when they log in, but it's like, he already has, like, a flask on him. Yeah, somehow the only person to manifest anything or, like, keep anything on him is fucking Sark, and it's alcohol, which, like, of course it is. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know if we really touched on it, but apparently the, like, shit juice that Sark produces is basically alcohol equivalent mm -hmm. for them. But yeah, continuing on, he drinks some of that, and then Turkey's like, friggin' Hugin showed up himself with Minato. And Jill's like, I didn't leave anything for them to find. I don't know how they're here. So we gotta move faster. Gotta go fast. Yeah. Kaburagi's avatar starts moving to a place where it shouldn't, which is uh, anywhere it's not supposed to be moving, but they're targeting it, moving along these doors. And it's pretty standard stuff until Sark almost falls and screams. And so Hugin's like, I heard a noise I shouldn't have. Mind the controls until I return. And then uh, Munin, we, d we talked about it earlier. Munin's a crow. And it just like mm -hmm. turns like a hundred. Its neck just turns like 180 degrees to look at Minato. And does the weirdest fucking caw ever. And it's just... It's so unsettling. <laughs> Fuck, extremely fucked up bird. What if With a, a chain. Yeah, what if a fucked up bird looked at you? What if the bird was fucked up and had trip? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Minato or Minato. Uh, Hugin's fucking horrifying because he just like falls to the ground. It it feels like Sephiroth, like the way Sephiroth moves. He just like slowly falls to the ground. Is like cloak flares behind him. Yeah, because he he just has full like <laughs> he's just like full admin hacks, and he's just yeah. He, <laughs> he he pressed tilde, he, just... he opened the command console, and he he typed in god mode in there. Uh but then He's just in creative mode. He doesn't like move his arms or anything though. No, he just No, he just jumps with like and he just only moves like his feet to do it. And it's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> just moves like that. Yeah. So Sark is like laughing as Hugin is right around the corner from them because he's just like horror. He's like terrified, so he's just laughing. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his face? Uh, I keep forgetting Turkey. Turkey. Every I cannot remember his fucking name. <laughs> I keep always wanting to call him Randall. Uh, Green Tur- Randall. Yeah, Green Randall. Uh, is like trying to shut him up, and he just keeps laughing through. Uh, through turkey's hands so he just like snaps uh sark's avatar's neck um, <laughs> just logs him out yeah it just logs him out and he just like he's like oh, God, just I like pillow fort that one up real bad yes so they, just like pillow fort do, do you did you hear about what happened with pillow fort one of the bugs no there was an image like there was a way to like put an image on like any page in pillow fort and it would just log you out as soon as it loaded <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> was, considering that it Pillow Fort was like trying to be Tumblr, it's just so fitting that like the thing that's kind of brought it down is just how many bugs are in it. I'm so glad that Tumblr's success uh successor's broken as shit. Tumblr wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. Honestly. Uh but yeah, Kabaragi is uh writing on one of the bins and like going after his avatar still and he sees Hugin and just gets like fucking terrified, which I don't blame him. And the avatar is pulling up to where Minato is, and then they don't show it, but somehow he manages to grab his avatar. Yeah. And, and, and then. And in its place and, is some type of. Oh, yeah, so it, it pulls up to where Minato is. Hugin's like, all right, open the box, fucko. And then it opens, <laughs> and inside is one of the. It's. It says 100 times the sensitivity, ultimate pleasure. Um, I'm realizing now that it looks like a ray gun, but at first yeah. I thought it was one of those uh, um, quote-unquote massage guns. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, their intended purpose, just like a Hitachi magic wand, is for massages, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it does look more like a ray gun with, it actually has, I'm looking at a picture of it now. It has just the like, uh, hand, like the trigger that like a squirt gun has. And I'm just. (laughs) Mickey squirt across the room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. And then Minato just looks super distressed and Hugin's like, right, keep those indulgences private and off the clock, which is so funny. 
<laughs> he's just like, okay, man. I don't know why you'd lock that down here. And then Minato's like, what's going on? And Hugin's like, sorry, I didn't catch that. Minato's like, oh, I'm just talking to myself. And then they do another close-up of the fucking ray gun. Because why not? Yeah. The weird ray gun sex toy. Uh, Donatello and all of them head out. And they're like, damn, you almost had me there. So they log out and... uh, Donatello looks at Sark and is like, damn, this liquor really is all you're good for, huh? And Sark's like, I'm so sorry, mean. man. Uh, Jill, so mean to Sark. Yeah. Yeah. Really, Turkey's the one we need to be mean to. Jill's like, I don't know why Hugin showed up, and that's kind of cons- that's kind of a reason for concern. But then they're like, all right, so what do we do now? And Jill's like, all right, we need at least one more person to go with Kaburagi. And he's like, well, shit, I got that covered. So they uh, they have their plan now. And then we get uh, we get another cool... It cuts over to Kurenai and Natsume talking about repairs. And Kurenai is, like, super sad and depressed because she can't <laughs> weld. And Natsume's like, hey, you'll get it. And Kurenai's like, I can't weld and you were doing it with your fucking robot arm and Natsume's like yeah well fucking Kaburagi made it super precise for me and then Kurenai cheers up for a bit and she's like oh have you seen him and then we just see like cloaked Kaburagi standing in an alleyway and then he like pulls out of the alley and starts following them and I'm an idiot yeah (laughs) and then he gets really close And he's like, hey. And then they both just turn around and fucking, like, in perfect sync, punch him in his goddamn face. And Natsume Natsume leaps out in front of Kurenai, and it's just, like, big homosexual vibes right there. I will protect my, my fucking idol with my dying breath. And then she's like, Kabu, you're here. But God, that's just that's just the dumbest thing he could have done. It's so like, funny. yeah, sneak up on like two soldiers. Yeah, it'll be fine. There's no, nothing will go wrong when I sneak up on these two people who are possibly armed and also trained. <laughs> uh, and then it cuts back over to the and or androids, not androids, uh, cyborgs, cyborgs in the prison and Donatello's giving him a speech and is like listen we gotta go and fucking smash this place up we can get out of here they keep shoveling shit on us and uh Jill Jill has a good speech here she says you spend days here breaking up gigantic heaps of Gadol shit and what did they do with it uh cyborg one of the cyborgs like I don't know do we know and Donatello's like uh I think we all know what this is right they told us when we got in it's fuel and jill's like no it's a fucking lie you scoop it into the uh trap and then it turns it and funnels it into cheap oxyone which they fill us with every single day and then donatello (laughs) gets like really pissed all of the other cyborgs start like vomiting all over the floor 
Except, like, one of them's like, hey, aren't we, like, drinking Sark's, like, yeah, shit liquor? Yeah, they're like, wait, that how the does that thing? any difference than what Sark makes? Um, and so all of them are just, like, just losing it right now. And then... Yeah, and again, why can they vomit? It's weird. I don't know. But, uh, Jill continues, they, the shit they drop on us, the shit they pump into our bodies, and us, the shit they... Uh, that they buried is this shit that you're gonna put up with and then they're like no let's fucking tear this down and donatello's like all right sounds like you all disagree all agree let's burn this shit prison down and then they all just start chanting burn this shit which is so funny yeah and then sark gets like super anxious he's like i don't know about this uh should we really be doing this? And then uh, Turkey's like, well, I think we should talk. I have a different way for you to be a hero. And then... Turkey epic bitch moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, he really is a bitch. But yeah, no, it pans back over to Natsumeng Kaburagi and Pipe. And so uh, Kaburagi's like, I've been searching... While I was gone to try and find out where the Gadol are. And Natsume's like, oh, so the end is really in sight now. Like, we can do this. And she's like, oh, I gotta go tell the Gears right away. And Kaburagi's like, uh, this is something that only you and I can do. And she's just kind of like in awe. And he's like, please, you gotta just trust me. If you if we can pull and this off, does. there will be no more Gadol. But that's a very big if then there's no guarantee that either of us survives. Um, And there's a shot here where Pipe pulls over his outfit and just, like, rubs up against Natsume's leg. And Natsume's like, come on, cut it out. Let's just skip to the part where you tell me you need me to do this, which is good. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, what, you're gonna feel like less of a man for asking little Natsume for help? And she just gets, like, the biggest fucking i don't know how to put it other than like a bastard face ever (laughs) it's so good natsume has so many good facial expressions in this show she does and she's just like listen i understand all of this stuff you're going on about but let's do it and he's like you're amazing we can do this she's like wow that came out of nowhere Jill calls him up in this moment and is like, hey, you got to come back. Someone's here to visit you. And it's Minato. Minato basically is like, hey, why the fuck did you put a sex toy in there instead of the avatar? And Kaburagi's like, hey, I was making it easier for you. And Minato's like, I tried to save you and you threw it all away. He's just getting really pissed off and is Like, why aren't you just letting things happen? And Kaburagi's like, listen, I can't obey the system, especially not when she's in danger. And Minato's like, you're still hung up on that tanker? She's just a bug. And Kaburagi's like, she's more than that to me. And so basically at this point, they just have this huge back and forth about how Kaburagi is acknowledging that the system is bullshit. And Minato is just absolutely going against everything that he's saying. And Minato's like, I wish I could understand how you ended up this way. And Kaburagi's like, listen, I'm going to destroy the factory and shut the game down. And Kaburagi's like, listen, we've spent our whole lives obeying this thing. Can we really even call it living by this point? Uh, And he's standing over the other prisoners and he's like, 
he's referring to the uh, the tankers here. He gives a really good speech, and he's like, we've been spending our whole lives doing everything the system tells us, and it doesn't feel right anymore. Can you really even call it living? Seeing them makes me jealous. They have everything, they have to fight for everything they've got, but at least nobody's pulling their strings. But at least they decide for themselves what they want, and they decide for themselves how to get it. Why couldn't we? And then Minato cuts him off and says, live the way they do. It's it's a really good speech. And so Kaburagi asks Minato to help him, and Minato just, like, laughs in his face and is like, no. And then just kind of, like, s- storms out. Yeah, and it's... It's... Minato, he's... How to put... Minato's the most frustrating lived... character in this whole show, in my opinion. Yeah, because it's like... He's, like, a nice guy, but he's, like, he's been, like, in the system so long, he's... Jaded. Like, that's all he can see. Yeah. And and because, like, he's never, like, really been on, like, the bad side of it, he's just still there. Mm-hmm. Sure fucking is. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, ugh, please, man, you're so close, and... Minato's like, I miss when... I, he's just kind of like, I miss the old days. I had everything I needed then. Um, and then we cut back over to Turkey mm. and Sark and... Minato's a centrist. <laughs> oh, he is. Minato is a centrist. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate that you're right about that, because that... Yeah. And it sucks, because mm-hmm. Minato's a cool character, but he's also a centrist, yeah. so he's... Uh, the cool status is revoked. But he's centrist Eve. Yeah, I'm sorry, but your epic card has been revoked. You're a centrist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he 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 storms off, and it's just super disappointing. I feel like throughout my entire watch of this show, I was just rooting for Minato and hoping that he would get his shit together, and like. I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but up to episode eight, like he just hasn't. So, yeah. But yeah, it cuts back over to Sark and uh, Turkey. Turkey. I remember this time uh, it cuts back over to Sark and Turkey. And Turkey's like, listen, just sell them out. Come on. Sell them out to the cops. Go on. Be a little be a bootlicker. Sark's like, okay, I'll do it if it makes me a hero. And then Turkey Sark just wants to. He just wants his friends to like him. Mm -hmm. He just wants to be helpful. Yeah, he's like, I got it. I'll do it if it makes me a hero and saves my friends. Then I'll do it. And then the episode ends like right there. It just ends. And I think that's where we're gonna leave this episode too. It's really picking up, and we're about to. Everything's about to just start happening yeah and damn these yeah because after this is only f- somehow only four episodes and left the, okay so when i got to the end of episode eight the first time i was really concerned that like the last four episodes were going to be super messy and it wasn't going to make any sense and it wasn't going to wrap up cleanly but like spoiler alert for the ending of the show it does wrap up in it in a nice way it is kind of clean and I'm so glad. So I, I'm just, yeah, I'm glad that it is uh, wrapping up in a clean manner. But yeah, I think that'll do it for us. Fantast, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Blue Hell Number 2 Twitter at AB274Fantast. 
Uh, and you can find me on Jack's Hell site at Corvid underscore Lenore. Corvid like the bird, Lenore like nevermore. And yeah, with that, uh, that? have a good weebkind, everybody. And stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>